Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I am so grateful you're here with us, and I am very thankful to be your host. We're looking today at pre-Columbian transoceanic contact theories. This would basically be people coming to America before Christopher Columbus. So let's get started Wikipedia just has probably the best little summation of all this, so we'll use that. Again, thanks for being with us. Check out our other podcast and uh, join us daily. Leave us a five-star review. helps people find us. So I'm going to read what it says kind of at the very beginning. Only a few cases of pre-Columbian contact are widely accepted by mainstream scientists and scholars, so at least it says that some are, in fact, accepted. Um, Yupik and Alut peoples residing on both sides of the Bering Strait had frequent contact with each other. When I was in Alaska recently, I learned all about the Yupik people, ate with some of them. Uh, Eurasian trade goods have been discovered in archaeological sites in Alaska. Maritime explorations by Norse peoples from Scandinavia during the late 10th century led to the North colonization of Greenland and a base camp at La Anse A Meadows in Newfoundland, which preceded Columbus's arrival in Americas by some 500 years. Recent genetic studies have suggested that some eastern Polynesian peoples have admixture from coastal western South American peoples from an estimated date of contact 1200 AD. So everything else is kind of up in the air. Um... So it goes into Polynesian, Melanesian, and Austronesian contact genetic studies. Also, the sweet potato cultivation from Polynesia. Sweet potato has been radiocarbon dated to 1000 AD in the Cook Islands. So there's that. Turmeric is another thing. Physical anthropology is another thing. Disputed evidence includes Arasanian chickens, California canoes. I was reading about that. That's pretty interesting. But it is true. They could have just, somebody else could have had dug out canoes. And the clava hand club and word for axes. So then East Asian contact. Let's look at that. This is something Joe Rogan really likes is the Olmec people. A jade Olmec mask it has got a picture of from Central America, Gordon Eckholm, an archaeologist and curator at the American Museum of Natural History, suggested that the Olmec art style might have originated in Bronze Age China. So this would have been claims of contact with Ecuador from East Asia, and then claims of Chinese contact. It's a very famous book about that is a, a, mere, a matter of fact about the Chinese discovery of America at various points. He even goes back to Emperor Hong Tai, 2637 BC. So that's pretty interesting there. A group of Chinese Buddhist missionaries led by Hu Xin before 500 AD claimed to have visited a location called Fusang. Although Chinese map makers place the territory on the Asian coast, others suggested as early as the 1800s that Fusang might have been North America. Due to perceived similarities between portions of the California coast and Fusang, 
depicted by Asian sources. The very famous book, 1421, the year China discovered America, excuse that China discovered the world. British author Gavin Menzies claimed the treasure fleets of Ming Admiral Zing He arrived in America in 1421. So that's pretty interesting as well. And there's actually more uh, evidence there. But then Japanese contact as well. Archaeologist Emilio Estrada and co-workers wrote that pottery, which was associated with the Valdivia culture of coastal Ecuador and dated to 300 to 1500 BC, exhibited similarities to pottery produced in the Joman period in Japan. So... That's interesting. Alaskan anthropologist Nancy Yall Davis claims that the Zuni people of New Mexico exhibit linguistic cultural similarities to the uh, Japanese. The Zuni language is a linguistic isolate. So, and then claims of Indian contact. So, in 1879, Alexander Cunningham wrote a description of the carvings of the stupa of Barut in central India, dating from 200 BC. Among that, what he noted to be a Depiction of a custard apple. Cunningham was not initially aware that this plant indigenous to the New World tropics was introduced to India after Vasco da Gama's discovery of the trade route in 1498, and the problem was pointed out to him. 200 uh, BC, excuse me, 2000 BC, carbonized remains of apples have been found as well. And then the Mayan stele copan represented an Asian element, elephant. Some objects depicted in carvings from Kamataka, dating from the 12th century, that resemble ears of maize, were interpreted by Carl Johansson in 1989 as evidence of pre-Columbian contact. So, claims of African and West Asian context. We've got the colossal Olmec heads as well. Southern Mexico from 1200 B.C. to 400 B.C. And uh, so the Olmecs, I may have done a podcast on them. I probably need to do another one. But anyhow, lots of speculations on the Olmecs. The claims of Arab contact. Early Chinese accounts of Muslim expeditions state that Muslim sailors reached a region called Mulan Pai Magnolia Skiri. Mulan Pai is normally identified as Spain and Morocco of the Almoravid dynasty, although some French theories hold that it could be part of the Americas. According to Muslim historian Abu al-Hassan Ali al-Musudi, 871 to 957 AD, Kashkash ibn Sayyid bin Aswad sailed over the Atlantic and discovered a previous unknown land in 889 and returned with a shipload of valuable treasures. So, uh, that's interesting. Then, Phoenician contact. This one's got some legs on it, I'll just tell you. 1996, Mark McMahon proposed that Phoenician sailors discovered a new world in 350 BC. The Phoenician state of Carthage minted gold staters in 350 BC, bearing a pattern in the reverse exergu of the coins, which McMahon uh, initially interpreted as a map of the Mediterranean with the Americas shown on the west across the Atlantic. 
later these were shown to be forgeries, but now it doesn't go into, they found that certain instruments that the Phoenicians used in the 14 and 1500s BC came from a mine in northern Michigan. It goes into Al Masudi's Atlas of the World, includes a continent west uh, or south of the Old World. That goes back to the Muslim. Ancient Judaic contact, this would have been Muslim. Uh, and then claims of European contact, Sulatrain hypothesis. Um, so there's a lot of that. Claims of ancient Roman contact. Examples of Clovis and other Paleo-Indian point form markers and archaeological cultures in northeastern North America. Uh, claims of ancient Roman contact. And there was some good stuff here reading through that. Floor mosaic depicting a fruit which looks like a pineapple. Roman art of the first century B.C. to the beginning of the first century A.D. Um... A Roman ship or the drifting of such a shipwreck to American shores is a possible explanation for their alleged discovery of artifacts that are apparently ancient Roman origin. So that's pretty cool. The Bay of Jars in Brazil uh, have been showing Roman amphorae for over 150 years. The Tecasic Calix Tahuca head Small terracotta sculpture of a head with a beard and European features was found in 1933. So, 45 miles southeast of, of uh, Mexico. Also remember, like, when the Spaniards got to Central America, one reason they were so received is because there was a prophecy that white-skinned folks were going to be coming. Um, then 14th and 15th century contact Henry I Sinclair, Earl of Orkney and feudal baron of Roslyn, 1345-1400 A.D., was a Scottish nobleman who is best known today from a modern legend which claims he took part in explorations of Greenland and North America. So, uh, in 1784, he was identified by Johann Reinhard Forster. So, that's pretty interesting. And then lots of different... And that Irish and Welsh legends have things. Claims of Egyptian coca and tobacco. They've got a picture of a mummy of Ramses II. Traces of coca and nicotine are found in some Egyptian mummies. It led to speculation that ancient Egyptians may have had contact with New World. I'm just going to tell you, take none of that. Not all these things may have happened. Some of them may have, and some we don't know about may have. They were farm. They can build in pyramids, okay? So they can they can navigate the stars. They've got the uh, what is it called the anthracium mechanism? That's a modern, you know, an ancient prototype of a computer doing stars. Okay. Pomponius Melee writes and is copied by Pliny the Elder that Quintus Cecilius Metillus Siller died fifty nine B C. Proconsul of Gaul received several Indians who had been driven by storm to the coast of Germania as a present from a Germanic king. So, could have been ancient uh, American Indians. 
Icelander DNA findings, Norse legends and sages. There was actually another uh, Islamic map seemingly showing possibly the New World. Um, claims of Inuit travel to the uh, Old World. Claims of Incan travel to Oceania. Pre-Columbian contact with Christian voyagers. They're supposed to go into all the world. So they did claims based on religious traditions and symbols. And then, of course, the old Jewish migration to the Americas theory. So <laughs> all that, and a lot of that just shows, again, I mean, there's goofy, obviously, conspiracy theories. And just people dedicate their lives to what almost seems stupid. Same time, I mean, there's certain things you just... What ends up happening is there's a narrative and an orthodoxy that grows up. And people just can't think outside of it. And then so often it turns out that uh, the truth lies outside of that. I'm looking at Al Musidi's Atlas of the World includes a continent west or south of the old world. I think that is America. That is from about 900 A.D. So God bless you. Thanks for being here. Join us daily. And I pray you found this interesting and beneficial. Join us for all things biblical archaeology. God created us all. We'll see you. Bye-bye.